Welcome to the Creatures Podcast. My name is Katie Williams and I guide women into unlocking the power of their inner creator with a feminine twist. Through my love affair with the universe, I discovered the spiritual power of fertility and I am deeply passionate about teaching women how to ignite their fertility in body and soul through harnessing their feminine energy. This podcast is designed to awaken the portals of your divine feminine to birth a life conceived by your inner wisdom and magic. Thank you for clicking play today. Let's begin. Hello and welcome back to the Creatress Podcast. If my voice sounds a little bit nasally in this episode and the next couple of episodes, it's because I'm recovering from a cold, but I feel my health coming back, which is really, really awesome. So today I wanted to talk about three ways to bring the spark back into your relationship because honestly, we weren't wired for pleasure just to have frustration Now, when I say the spark, what I'm talking about is the intimacy and the passion. A lot of times when we think of the spark, our mind goes to the adrenaline rush. But sometimes that adrenaline that we can get in a connection or relationship with someone is just a reflection of our flight or fight response. I should actually make that its own episode because sometimes it can be difficult to tell the difference between whether your brain is saying, oh my gosh, like we have to run, let's get out of this situation, or if it's just you feeling genuine excitement. So that'll be the next episode. So let's start with tip number one. You and your partner can be open with each other all day long, but what creates intimacy is removing judgment. Now, specifically when men open up, there is a fear of the woman closing her heart and shutting down. And a lot of times as women, we can say we want our man to open up, we want them to talk, we want them to express, but sometimes what they have to say can be a lot to hold. And it's nothing against us, it's just that they as men want to use their problem-solving brain and their core energy is not in the feminine and it's not to express for the sake of expressing but when the situation occurs as women sometimes we can be sitting in conversation and thinking oh my gosh why didn't he tell me this sooner why am i just hearing about this now how come he didn't come to me but that is actually creating an energy of anxiousness that we don't want and that that energy and that mindset will show through in our body language so when we are having these thoughts and we're in a relationship with a man and that man is expressing himself to us if we are kind of like preparing ourselves 
for them to say something big or we feel really uncomfortable with something that we're processing, they will be able to see that through our body language. But what creates the intimacy is removing the judgment and allowing the mind to be a clean slate. And this applies especially for sexuality and intimacy within the bedroom. Our sexual desires and fantasies are a reflection for what we crave to feel in our day-to-day life. And while women often experience shame when it comes to their sexuality, men experience demonization with their sexuality as if it is something to be feared. And both of these experiences are completely valid. And the experiences that you might even desire to have in the bedroom are valid. The the role here is to allow your mind to be a blank slate. And then from there, after listening, after receiving, communicating and forming an opinion, forming a feeling around the situation. But if we go into communication with our partner expecting one thing or another, that is what will create a lack of intimacy in a relationship. Tip number two is safe experimentation. We can feel sensations on every area of our body. And we know that anywhere in our body can experience pain, but they can also feel pleasure. So safe experimentation is something that I would recommend to do after you've had the proper communication and after you both feel safe with one another. So a bad example of this would actually be Fifty Shades of Grey. And I I love like the romance in the movie. Don't get me wrong. I read all three books. I used to be such a huge fangirl of Fifty Shades of Grey. But when it comes to the kink, especially in the first movie, there was not a lot of safe experimentation and the characters did not feel wholeheartedly safe with each other. You guys may hear me say in different um, podcast episodes I've done that our sexuality will uncover everything and anything about us. And we see that in Fifty Shades of Grey as they develop this sexual relationship, there are insecurities and traumas and anxieties that come out as the sex gets more and more kinky, more and more juicy, and more and more developed. So when it comes to experimentation, you want to implement that very first tip that we went over. So that way you're setting a foundation for the experimentation that you are both going to experience. And when you're talking about experimenting with something with a partner, you can say to your partner, I want to test out a new toy. And they will probably say to you, why do you want to test out the new toy? And you may genuinely just feel 
curious about it, right? Curiosity can play in its own world. But if your partner is a little on the fence about it, something that you could do is provide an explanation of the feeling that you want to experience or how you want to incorporate them in the practice, how you want that practice to improve your relationship together. And that helps to give it more of a, I was going to say a grounded air that's kind of like ironic because grounded and air are two separate elements, but it gives it a a grounded vibe and something grounded for your partner to go off of. So that way going into experimentation, they have they have some structure as to understanding the practice that you two are engaging in. And that also provides more permission, whether it's for you or them, to speak up and say, okay, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this is what I enjoy feeling, this is what I don't enjoy feeling. And then you two will be able to understand what each other likes and dislikes, both in um, feelings and the overall physical experience. Tip number three is becoming your own lover. So our relationships will reflect back to us what we are feeling about ourselves. So do you find yourself sexy? If you were dating you, what would a romantic evening look like? And do you do those things? Now, this doesn't mean that every single night you have to decorate your kitchen in roses and candles, but maybe It's having a really nice home-cooked meal that you would absolutely love to share with your partner. So are you doing things that bring you pleasure as an individual too? It does not have to be sexual at all. It can be taking a daily walk because you are committed to doing that for yourself and it is something that you would want to experience with your partner as well to improve the connection that you two have together and to give a, a structured practice for you guys to just nourish the overall relationship. You are an individual within a partnership and that partnership thrives when you are fulfilled and have resources to pour into the cup of your relationship. And by resources, I mean feeling loved, feeling satisfied, feeling joyful. If you are spending your days feeling drained and feeling overwhelmed, that is only going to carry over into your relationship. And we all have those experiences. We all have those moments of feeling stressed and feeling overwhelmed. But what we want to do is create a standard in our life. What is the standard for how you are treating yourself and your body and your partner. So by combining all three of these, it's really the little things that we do every single day 
in our communication, in our expression, and in the way that we treat ourselves so that way our partnership and our relationship can thrive. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode and I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star review. If you want to keep up on all things The Creatress, be sure to join The Creatress Facebook group and to follow me on Instagram at Katie the Creatress. I will see you all in the next episode.